Well, 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 Alexander Usyk is the new heavyweight champion of the world, and now, of course, a two-weight world champion after a stunning, quite brilliant victory over Anthony Joshua at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Now, I'm just going to pause this. We started without Barry Jones. We shouldn't have started without Barry Jones. Because He's here. Barry is here. Here he is. Sorry, guys. I've been trying to work for a living. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> collecting, collecting bins. <laughs> yeah, we're not quite sure where you are, but Declan and I are here in the bells of the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Alexander Usyk, a winner on points, unanimous decision over Anthony Joshua, who's now lost his world titles for the second time in four fights. Quite a brilliant display. We'll get straight to it. Declan, you were there. You were ringside. Watched Usyk in all his glory. How impressed were you? I was mightily impressed. It was one of the best performances I've ever seen in person. It was a masterclass and like I tweeted to do that against someone like Anthony Joshua, two-time heavyweight champion in his third fight heavyweight in front of all these fans. It was a stunning atmosphere as well and everyone's here for Joshua. It was just mind-blowing. It was mind-bogglingly good from him and we, we moan a lot about boxing on this show and I think for once we have to say that that sort of thing that we saw today, you don't get it with many other sports. You don't get a condensed piece of brilliance like we just saw like that in many other sports. And that was, he's a generational talent. There's an argument he's number one pound for pound. It was just about, just about perfect from him. Barry, you're nodding. Hard to disagree. Yeah, yeah so yeah, he said it. Exactly. He hit the nail on the head. It was just sublime. It was just beautiful. He's in with a guy who's massively, massively bigger than him. And it's the footwork's the key. He, he sways back and forth. He doesn't dance around. But he, that judgment, the distance that he has against a guy who's naturally bigger with a longer reach, to get that right with, with, the, with the fear of getting caught with a big shot, which he just doesn't have, by the way, but that's the, the worry. He judges it to, to perfection. And having that foot on the outside, just took it with the jab at Joshua. And Joshua was afraid to throw a punch, was wary to throw a punch. He, he, he couldn't hit with the jab, so he, he, want, he didn't want to throw the right hand. And Uzik just just played with him. Let's be honest, he just played with him. And it, it was just brilliant. I you know, I gave Joshua two rounds. And I think one of those was because I wanted to give him a round, to be honest. I I, I didn't. I just thought it was almost, almost flawless from Uzik. And, you know, all of us, from a guy you think at the end of the day, he's just going to be too small when he get when the guys get bigger. Now you go. Do I think he's the best heavyweight on the planet? I don't know. You know, it, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Like you know, you just think, oh no, Joshua, no Fury's too big, and Wilder's just too big and erratic. You get caught. Will he get caught? I, is Fury too big? You know, it's mad, isn't it? I, I think the way that he maintained the speed and the movement and the the angles because it, it's all well and good doing that for two or three rounds but then when you start getting hit by a big guy like Joshua then I thought he was just going to slow him down and it didn't if anything he grew into it and he got they got he got more elusive almost first round he landed two big straight left hands yeah and it was like okay Joshua can't see these like he can't see them and he didn't really he, he got to grips with it sort of as the fight went on but he got hit a lot he got hit a lot today, didn't he? he, he I, I'm surprised old Joshua maintained. Um, he wasn't knackered. He didn't look knackered like in like round nine, eight, nine, and ten. I thought he would be blowing, but 
Usyk never made him work hard. He usually makes you work hard, Usyk, like early in the fight. And he just doesn't have to win the rounds, but he's making you work at a pace to lose a round. But he didn't do that because he couldn't impose himself physically on Joshua. But that constant, he never loads up. Everything's relaxed and loose. It's how you should box. But no one ever does because things happen that make you tense up. But he never panics. Even when he gets caught, he takes a half a step back and goes again. Relaxed, that swaying side to side, that little movement. It, do, it looks like he's doing like nothing. But what it is, it stops Joshua from throwing. So Joshua's headhunting. So that pendulum moment, movement there, Joshua's trying to hit the head. He's hitting where it was, not where it is. You know, and he didn't think they hit the chest. Because if he hits the chest, Uzi takes half a step back and comes back with a left hand over the top. And he threw three jabs. I can't remember what round he was. He threw three jabs, one after the other. Like, pop, pop, pop. And they were three different types of jabs. One was straight, one came over the top, and one was like, a, like up, upwards. Like, who does that? He should be banned from boxing. He's not allowed to do that to a heavyweight champion of the world. Who you're giving away two stone to. <laughs> it's like three jabs. Different. Straight, like, I just, like, it blew my mind. Like, I just went, ah, oh, this, I'd go home if I was Joshua. <laughs> but he tried, Josh, this is, I don't, I don't think, Joshua could do a lot of things different. He could have put his foot on the outside. I think he would have been counteracted. Joshua got the solace now and knowing he got beat by a guy who's just too good for him. And as much as it hurts now, a year's time, two years' time, you'll always be happy that happened rather than get beat by Ruiz, who, we, yeah. who you think you're better than. You got beat by a guy who go, on his best day and my best day, there's only one winner. And that's Alexander Luzik. All day, every day. Usyk, of course, a notoriously slow starter, but there was nothing uh-huh. nothing of that here tonight. And, and there never really felt like a point where either Joshua came back into it or Usyk started to fade. It, it was, and, and as we mentioned earlier, you know, 10, 20 more seconds uh, at the end there and it may well have been even more conclusive. It was a dream start, wasn't it? It, was, it, couldn't, it couldn't have started any better for him. And like I said, a couple of... His first two crosses that he tried landed on the button and he must have thought, yeah, I'm, I'm in it. Settled straight in. It wasn't like the Chisora fight where he was sort of all over the shop for a couple of minutes. It was He was settled straight in. Joshua got to grips with him for a couple of rounds and I thought it was a, a turn in tide. He landed a big right hand and it steadied him up for a second. I thought, okay. But there was never a moment in that fight, unlike, say, the Povetkin fight, for instance, where, where you thought, okay, Joshua could ice him at any moment. He could, he, you still expect him to, to land. It just didn't happen. And there was no thought that that would happen. And that just has to be testament to Usyk's brilliance. And... You mentioned there about being the best heavyweight on the planet. I still think Fury's too big to, to manage that. But to do that to Joshua here in those... And it's not just he scraped it. And it's not like he just caught uh, you know, a, an open Joshua hook like Ruiz did and made him pay for it. As amazing as that win was, this was a different thing entirely. This was a boxing lesson and a masterclass from him. And they were so confident all week. And I know people always are when they come here. Everyone's always confident in fight week, but you just sense something different about them. You sense something in that camp and they were spot on. He, he almost, he didn't give Joshua an opportunity, but it's almost like he, he, he was so, oh, it felt like he was at times, he was going, come on, Anthony, yeah. show us all you can do. Show me what you can do so I can just do something better. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, he could have put more pressure on him. Because at one point he was flying. 
like he was throwing punches down and moving on the target. He didn't do that too much today, actually. He didn't need to. But he did it a couple of times. He was darting in with shots. And you think, oh, he's going to start putting his foot on the pedal now. Then he'd lay off a bit. And I think that was like the play, to play with it. I think he wanted to play with him. I don't think he wanted to stop him. I think he wanted to make it conclusively a sh- almost like a shutout. And that's what it felt like. And at the end, to again, because even though he's always relaxed and loose, he doesn't load up. Just, you know, for anyone, but for a big fella like him, to keep that movement and that rhythm and intensify it as the rounds go on is, you know, that's a sign of a great fighter. No, we know he's a great fighter anyway, but I mean, that's a sign of a great fighter. It is, and, you know, it's just, and, and that's the, that's the only thing that Joshua can, can hold on to that. He got beat by a great fighter. Whatever happens to Uzik now, he's a great fighter. He was before and he certainly is now. Now he's won the heavyweight championship of the world. And yeah, I like, I'll watch the rematch and it, it'll be it won't but they won't have the same intrigue as this one had because this one, even if you thought Uzi could win, you could see Joshua, you know, getting to him if he started right or hurting him. If he could hurt him, he could stop him. That's what we felt. So there was loads of different scenarios that you could see possibly happening. Now you just think Joshua gotta get massively lucky early to win. So the rematch is almost a like we said about the the the, the Wilder Fury third fight, it's almost like a, a foregone conclusion. You you would feel it certainly is almost certain to be a rematch. There was a rematch clause, and I'm sure I'm sure. Well, as Declan said to me earlier, you know what else would, would Joshua do other than take that Usyk fight now? And if he does that, of course he has to at least attempt to make some changes to to, to nullify the threat. Can he? Well, you don't think he can, of course, but what can he try and do? It's such. Do you know what? I it struck me in that that obviously we know Joshua's sparring partners. We saw them all, and you know Wadi Kamacho was amongst them. Dion Juma, people like this. How on earth do you try and replicate Usyk in sparring? It's so hard to find quality southpaw sparring anyway, let alone at heavyweight. How do you even begin to do that? And you almost can see that in the fight. You can see Joshua going right. I need to just work this out on the job. Whereas Usyk would have big guys. Yeah, okay, none of them are Anthony Joshua, but you can find big orthodox heavyweights to spar and to work out and to have a game plan for. How do you possibly prepare for that? I think it's a really... I don't know how... Based on what we saw tonight, I don't know how Joshua beats him, apart from maybe being a bit more reckless, slightly more gung-ho with it and, and just tr- looking for a knock, trying to just overpower him and look for a knockout. But then you just end up in all a world of trouble with someone like that who's who moves so much and he's perpetually in and out and around the side and peppering you over the top of anything you throw I just I don't know how you go about beating him I really don't um but I do think he has to take the rematch because I would assume if he doesn't then that opportunity goes as well not saying that Joshua's not the biggest ticket in town for Usyk money-wise anyway but I would think he would go there straight away but who knows? He did with Ruiz, and if he did it with Ruiz, I would assume he'll he'll do it here. But who's who knows? All we know is that we don't know. I think there's lots of things that he, theoretically, of course, because Uzik would counteract it, that he could have done and should have done from the offset. I was saying, you know, before the fight that he has to be aggressive, but economical, because he can't blow out blow, blow a gasket early because he would get stopped. Because Uzik has more success from rounds five and six to like ten to where he flourishes 
because he's made you work hard and you're knackered. But getting that foot on the outside was very important and he never did it once. And and I just think you'd be more positive. You get that foot on the outside, you go land with a solid jab. Hitting for the chest was very important to stop the movement and he never did that once. But to say it is easy. To do it is hard. The thing, he was afraid, he was trying to touch the target. He was afraid, not afraid, he was ready to hit the target from the offset because he knew how tricky he was. He's always like, I know how tricky you are. So I'm going to be, I'm prepared not to overextend and take any risks. But if you don't get that foot in the right position in the next fight, then it's it's an easier fight for Usyk again. The, the thing, the problem is though, if there's any, the frailties that Joshua might have is that he knows what Usyk can do to him and he didn't have an answer for it once. And he might not have got hurt, though I think he got buzzed a few times and hurt a couple of times, but not seriously hurt. But or look again, stop maybe till the end. But he'll know he you know the guy stood him on his head. And that's the way you go in then thinking, Oh, I can't see with 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 Usyk, you go in thinking I can't make a mistake. And he makes you feel that. So the more you feel that, the more anxious you are, the more tense you are, the more mistakes you make. <laughs> it's counterproductive. And he does that with his reputation. And then, then, if not his reputation, his ability in the early rounds. So you have to try and flip the table and put him under pressure somehow. I don't know how you do that. I'm not a coach. So. <laughs> and on the, other, on the other hand, though, it's a great point you make that Joshua's going to go in there thinking he's already outboxed me in front of everyone. On the other hand, Usyk's going to go, I'm here. I'm a solid, fully-fledged heavyweight. I've just beaten oh, the yeah. champion for two bouts. He would have learned an awful lot in that fight himself about how to deal with a big man like that, he'll grow from it even yeah. more. Like so he's an improved fighter in the rematch. How do you how do you try it? How do you beat him? How do you beat him? How do you go back better? I mean Fury, I think Fury could beat him just based on that size, but we said the same about Joshua, but I do I I, I would get rid, I would get rid of his whole team and get Matt get Matt Greenland in he needs a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible it's a horrible tax no Joshua's got to take yeah. the punches but for Rob McCracken and, and all the other guys in, in, in the team it's a horrible prospect because you think right we've got to get a plan how he beats him okay right you go back that's your job mate that's what I'd say to Rob McCracken I'd grab the first fella your job game plan I'll do the I'll do the I'll do the physical training stuff yeah and I'll do the pads you do the technical stuff and you do the game plan see, see you in six months the thing, of course, this time, I, I mean, I know that it's a very different situation to the Ruiz situation, but it's a defeat, so take it at face value. There are not the, the little caveats that you can say, well, it was short notice, completely yeah. different opponent. Uh, it didn't, you know, maybe there was that element of underestimating him. None of that is true this time. As you say, it's, Alexander Usyk cannot be, in theory, any worse in six months' time when they do it again. So it has to be within, within Joshua. And you've just said how hard that's going to be. He, you take the fight, you go it, you be more aggressive, you try your best to win. I just don't see a different outcome. This is why I don't like rematch clauses, because it's a fight that we know the result of. Hmm. Is that is that not the case? Like I can't see any other way. But at the, at the same time, Joshua was he was in the fight throughout, and he was losing, and he was handily behind on the cards, but he was in the fight, and he's a big puncher. And he's a big, strong, fearless guy. It's not like he's going in there blind. You know, he would have grown from that, from those rounds with him. 
Would I pick him to win a rematch? Absolutely not. But he's got beyond the puncher's chance. So I, I, I wasn't one of the people who wrote him off after, you know, in the Ruiz rematch. But, but like you said, Martin, because there was a lot of things you could pick apart about the first fight. Um, we don't have to list them, but you know, the, you know what you were saying there. But this one is different there. But it's still Anthony Joshua. He's still, he's still that guy. And I, I would, ass- I'd assume we'll end up in Saudi. And who knows? Who knows? I think there's more scars. Now you say, you know, I don't think he grows from that fight because he might, he might, you no, know, he was having things done to him. He didn't know how. He didn't know what. He don't. He didn't know what to do. And I understand that you may, you might learn from that. I don't know because they've seen they've seen him box before. They know what he does. He does so many different things, but they know what he does. They just had. He didn't have an answer to it. I, he knew what he was doing, didn't know how he was doing it. Like with like I don't, to be fair, <laughs> but I am not boxing him. So I think if anything, he goes in now more fragile than this one. I, I would feel because being knocked out, I've never been knocked out. I have to put that point across. I mean, I've been knocked down, but but no, say being knocked out. Okay, you can you can write that off. No boxers like to lying to themselves and kidding themselves. Oh, I got caught with a good shot, but I'll be better next. Like Ruiz, I got caught with a big shot. I panicked. I ran out of steam. I'll be better this. I'll box cleverer. What can he do now? No, he's been totally outboxed. And I know, I know he's saying he was in the fight. He wasn't getting bashed up, but he was getting totally outboxed. So he wasn't really in the fight, if, if that makes sense. Because one scorecard was 115-113. I don't know what fight that was. Like I, I generally don't know how you get that close. Like it's ridiculous. Uh, that my opinion. I can't see how any any round because even the rounds that were that were nip and tuck, was it just finished strong and clear? Like it was it was easy to score. I thought that fight really most of them are almost all the rounds. Being all boxed totally, it's a different psychological scars to being knocked out, and they might be worse because you had no answer. You would never knew you have no answer to anything. You've been totally schooled. And that's not, not I'm not picking on Anthony Joshua because you know he, he stayed and then he tried his best. You've got to give him credit for that. And he's a good fighter, and he'll come back, and he'll beat a lot of good fighters, and he might win a world title again. And you know, he's a young enough man; he's not no damage to him, and he can carry on if he wants to. So a rich man like that, I don't know why, but maybe he wants to. But I just can't unless he catches Usyk with a big shot and knocks him out. He never beats him. I, after that show in there, if they both go in at their best, he never beats him. That and you got to. I think everyone has to say that. Let me put you on the spot. Of course, we're now two weeks away from the trilogy: Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. In well, by the end of twenty twenty two, who's the best heavyweight in the world? I mean, I, let's, assume, let's assume that winners winners fight. If they're all active, because who knows? But um, we're still we're still waiting for the Fury Wilder third fight. Um, <laughs> I think I still go with the deck. I think I know. I think Fury still. I do think that if if they all stay, they all maintain their excellence. If they're all at their best, they say. If they all can stay at their very best, then I still think Fury. Then Uzik. See, I also Joshua was better than Wilder. I also Joshua would beat Wilder every time because he's needed on the track. So, so I think yeah, catch him before he catches him. But yeah, I think I think 
Joshua. I think Fury is is my will be my number one until you he gets beat. Do you know what is sad though is that Joshua Fury just about done, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's never happened. Done. Never, never, never. It's gone. The biggest we say fight. That. But yeah, but okay, well, yeah, it's gone. It's, okay, it's, maybe they'll fight eventually, but it's gone. The, yeah, what we had is got the fight that we should have had is gone forever, and we're never getting it back. And boxing will never get it, and it will go down as the one that got away. But maybe yeah. the worst ever that got away in history, but worse than Joshua Wilder, which never happened. It's just, it's just really sad, and it's a real stain for everyone involved. I would just like to note, I never moaned first. <laughs> and I'm not going to. But we just seen a, a brilliant fighter put on a clinic. And they watched the thing at 9.55pm. Yes! yes. But, it can but be I, done. But I am di- I'm dying to moan though, but, so we better finish, because I'm dying to moan. <laughs> <laughs> we will wrap it up there. In case you, for some reason, just joining, Anthony Joshua no longer heavyweight champion of the world, beaten comprehensively by Alexander Usyk here at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Plenty more to come in the next couple of weeks. As I said, World of Fury in two weeks' time. We'll see if we see a similar upset then. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, do take care.